we realize that poverty is a generational thing um, and that, you know, that the really for somebody to get out of poverty, they have to have um, $10,000 saved. I think we kind of did a mission refresh probably about five, six years ago, where we started to talk about this idea of breaking the cycle of generational poverty. This is TechBridge Talks, a podcast exploring how we can use technology to break the cycle of generational poverty. I'm joined today by Nicole Armstrong, TechBridge's CEO, and John Hutchins, TechBridge's board chair. This year at our 2021 Digital Ball, we announced that we're doing something we've never done before. We're going national. Stay tuned to hear more about what going national means for TechBridge and how we plan on leveling up in order to alleviate generational poverty by providing predictable pathways out of poverty for those in need. Nicole and John, welcome to the show. Thank you, Adam. Thanks, Adam. I'm really excited to have this discussion. Uh, thanks for joining me. This is a big deal. Uh, I think we sort of alluded to it in our in our last episode, uh, but now I really want to expand on that. So Nicole, let's start with you. Uh, what's the big news and how is TechBridge leveling up? Wonderful. So the big news is that we have established a national board of directors. And I think that's important because we really, while Atlanta will continue to be our home, and and it's very important that we can continue to deposit into the community, what we've realized is that if we establish a national board of directors uh, across the nation, then we will be able to, one, tap into the expertise that they can bring to the table for TechBridge, but more importantly, is really look at how we get our tools and our systems in the hands of many other nonprofits. And uh, so we're really excited about the opportunity to do that. I'm excited about it too. I, I think it's going to give us a, a really great opportunity to serve so many people nationwide. So, so John, uh, next question for you. You're the TechBridge board chair, which is a, a big and an involved position. So I've, I've got really got two questions. What's your focus as the board chair and why were you willing to take on such a big responsibility? Uh, my focus at the, as the board chair um, for the last year uh, has been working with Nicole very intensely on trying to transition our board from what was three local boards, one in Georgia, one in Alabama, and one in Tennessee, to uh, this launching place where we can have a national board and we can have uh, folks from all over the nation, uh, some some high-profile people on our board um, from across the nation, and that's it's been a it's been a big job uh, to try to make that transition. Primarily, my my number one focus is communicating with our current board about, you know, where we are now, what, what it's going to look like. And then, you know, helping to try to um, put some strategy around who we're going after being very clear about, uh, you know, who we'd like on our board and um, working with the nominating committee that we put together to try to identify those people and, and get the right people on our board uh, for the future. I love that. I love that. I can't wait to see where all of this goes. So, uh, so speaking of, of of where we're going, Nicole, we're we're talking about TechBridge going national, but in reality, we've had a national footprint for some time. Can you talk a little bit more about that? 
Sure. So it's interesting because I think we kind of did a mission refresh probably about five, six years ago, where we started to talk about this idea of breaking the cycle of generational poverty. Uh, and then so so we, we had the shift and then we started developing this platform called Justice Server about three years ago. And I think what happens by perhaps by accident, right, because innovation sometimes happens by accident, is that we built this phenomenal platform and we started getting uh, requests for our justice service platform across the nation. And so right now we're in three states, uh, in eight states, and uh, I think over 50 cities. And when I joined TechBridge, I started to think, hmm, this is interesting. So we're based in Atlanta. We can continue to add value to the Atlanta community. But what would happen if we took our other platforms, many of which are unknown to, to the, the broader um, community, and what if we took those and made those available nationally? And so when we think about some of our core platforms, our supply chain management for hunger platform, which has been in existence and have been used by Feeding America for over a decade. What if we took that platform and iterations of that platform and made it available nationally? And we're doing a lot of work in hunger with United Way. We're learning a ton, a ton about how we kind of create, provide access to key services uh, faster for families experiencing homelessness. What if we took what we're calling our home bridger application and made that available nationally. And then what if we take our workforce development efforts, uh, particularly our TCP program, and then the platform that we are creating that will be that we can put in the hands of other workforce development agencies? What if we then made that available nationally? We could really, really, number one, begin to have a more pervasive impact on this breaking the cycle of poverty. But more importantly, we will be able to get data across these four pillars that, that no one really collectively is pulling together. And so, so that's what it, that's the reason why John and I kind of sat down with the board and said, wait, we could continue to have a local impact, but also uh, share that nationally. And so I was super excited about what that means for, for us going forward. Me too. And, and it makes sense, right? I mean, technology does not, is not limited by geography. And so there's no reason that we can't impact nonprofits uh, all over the country and perhaps even beyond in the future. So um, I love that. So uh, this next question, a two-part question for both of you, I'd love to have you sort of both weigh in on this. Uh, so John, we can start with you. Uh, so, so TechBridge's mission, as we've mentioned so far on the show, is to end generational poverty through the innovative use of technology. And so just simple question, but I think it's worth asking is, why is ending generational poverty important? And why is technology such an important component of doing that? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the reason it's important is because, um, you know, poverty doesn't exist in a vacuum. Poverty is generational. Um, mm. And when you really start, when we first did the shift to really start focusing on poverty, we used to uh, do work for all kinds of nonprofits. And we did a shift a number of years ago to focus on 
poverty. And very quickly, uh, as we got into that and learned more about poverty and, and, and worked with more nonprofits who were uh, trying to have an impact on poverty, we realized that poverty is a generational thing. Um, and that, you know, that the really for somebody to get out of poverty, they have to have um, $10,000 saved, uh, which seems like a small amount of money, uh, unless you, you and your parents and your grandparents and your great grandparents have been in poverty for a hundred years, mm. then $10,000 is a lot of money. So um, that's one of the things that, that came about with technology career program is we wanted to teach people how to save the money that they earn so that they could build up some wealth. There are a lot of different things about um, poverty and, and the accumulation of wealth that we could talk about forever. But that's the reason we focus on generational poverty is because there's really only one kind of poverty and it's generational poverty. So, so why is technology important uh, in, in ending generational poverty? Well, because, you know, you have to use the resources that you can bring to bear, right? And um, so technology um, can have a greater impact across a broader, you know, one of the things that um, Nicole said a minute ago is talking about local impact. This move to national, we still want to have a local impact, but we want to have it in more localities than we currently do. The, the local localities across the nation the impact is ultimately going to be local but you know bringing technology to bear you can you can impact more local communities um, with less resources if we take our platforms and we make them available in other localities in other to other nonprofits who are working in multiple localities like the United Way as an example you know, we can have a bigger impact. And so technology for us, it's all about impact. Um, you know, we, we, we don't want, we're not looking for credit. We're not looking for fame. We're not looking for notoriety. What we're looking at is having an impact and really making a difference in the lives of individual people on the local level. I love that. Love that. So, Nicole, over to you. Uh, what What would you say about ending generational poverty and, and what role technology plays in that? Well, I love John's responses. And uh, just to kind of tack onto it, I think the first thing is just we just talk numbers, right? And we talk about kind of this shift that happened uh, that TechBridge kind of embraced and why we did it in Atlanta. And that's because, as we all know, Atlanta is the most unequal large city in America, a 24% uh, poverty rate, one in every four people are in poverty. So, so it made sense that we really wanted to double down our efforts on figuring out how do we break this? And so we kind of uh, looked at really four key pillars uh, of that we believe are all kind of tied into poverty. The first is hunger. One in six households in America are currently food insecure. And that means that, um, that, that they have little to no access to food. It could be your next door neighbor or the house across the street. Uh, Pre-COVID, that was 37 million. Post-COVID, 54 million families wake up every day hungry. Wow. Right. 
If we then think about what's happening in homelessness, 2.2% of the population in America experience homelessness, and that's what's reported. So 17 out of every 10,000 people don't have a place to sleep. Don't have a place to sleep. So forget talking about working, they don't have a home. They don't have a place to lay their heads. And then if we think about what's happening in social justice, where access to justice is more critical than ever before. America's need a lawyer from everything from unjust evictions to wrongful conviction and denying access to legal assistance is to deny their rights and protection. And then we kind of go to workforce development, which we are seeing this digital equity gap. So even if we solve for hunger, for homelessness, for social justice, making sure that marginalized communities are a part of the job for the future is the only way we keep them from the other three. So as you can see, I get really excited because these are real big problems that we need to solve. The reason why I think that technology is important is if we do a look back 30 or 40 years ago, in order to solve for hunger, folks were going door to door or you had to go to the, um, the shelter or you had to go to a food, a food agency to get the food. And what technology does is technology is a force multiplier. Technology allows us to uh, access more people and to use, to use means so that we can really help digitize the ability to serve people. And so... I think that now more than ever, we can break the cycle of generational poverty through the use of innovative technology by, as John said, putting these technical um, assets into the hands of as, as many nonprofits as possible. All right. I love that. Wow. That was inspiring. Inspiring. Both of you. Thank you so much. So another question to both of you uh, a little bit. A little bit more on the personal side, but I just want to get to know kind of the side of you a little bit. So, Nicole, you mentioned our four pillars, hunger relief, homeless support, social justice, and workforce development. Of those four pillars, which is your favorite to focus on and why? I know that's tough. I know it's hard to ask the question, but I got to ask. So, Nicole, let's start with you this time. Probably go with workforce development just because I'm a tech, I'm a closet, a closet tech, and I believe that as we look at the future, that not having digital skills uh, will uh, will definitely be a huge disadvantage. And so if we can continue to work towards closing what I I actually don't even think that it's a digital equity gap. I think it's a chasm. I think it's a cavity that's happening, that's growing, that continues to grow, particularly as we come out of COVID. It is absolutely critical that not only adults, but that kids and, and the youth understand the power of technology so that they can become problem solvers to help solve many of the, the issues that we're trying to solve right now at TechBridge. That's right. That's right. That's great. All right, John, which of the four pillars uh, is your favorite and why? Yeah, I, I have to say probably hunger because that's the thing that I've been involved in personally longer than uh, any of the other four pillars. I mean, social justice is something that I've, I care very much about because I'm a lawyer. Uh, but hunger, I think, you know, it just absolutely boggles my mind that, you know, 
54 million people wake up in America every morning not knowing where their next meal is going to come from. And, you know, that's really the difference between hunger and food insecurity is what we struggle with in this country is more food insecurity than anything. You wake up and you've got kids to feed and you don't know where you're going to get the resources to feed them. And the reason I think hunger is is such a uh, sort of an attractive problem to me is because it's totally solvable. It's not in this country. It's not a supply issue. We're, we don't have a shortage of food in this country. As a matter of fact, it's just the opposite. We have an overabundance of food. It's a distribution issue. It's an access to resources issue. So going back to the issue of why technology is something that you can use to, to solve some of these problems. You know, in the old days, like uh, Nicole was talking about, if you were hungry or you needed some food to feed your kids, you'd go to the the local food agency, the the food pantry. But what if you get to the food pantry and and there's no food there? But there's but there's food at a food pantry two miles away. You'd have no way of knowing that, and those food pantries didn't have a way to communicate with each other. And that's what our technology has solved for. Now, now food agencies can communicate with each other. And so you can tell somebody who shows up at your food pantry and they're looking for cereal to feed their kids and you're out of cereal. You could say there's a food pantry two miles away from here that has um, that has cereal and you can go there and get it. Now, there's another problem with that is how's the person going to get from where they are to where they need to be. But that's a distribution issue. So. You know, rather than rely having to uh, have the individual rely on their own, you know, two feet to walk two miles, we can more equitably distrib- distribute the food using our technology so that they don't show up at a food pantry and and they can't get what they need. So, um, you know, it's a very solvable problem, and our and our technology helps to solve those problems. That's right. That's right. That's why we're that's why we're here. That's why we're doing this. So, uh, so Nicole, last question to you. We started the conversation talking about going national. Uh, we, we've we've dug into that a little bit. We we're going national. It's a big deal, and it's a complex process. So, what is next? What should people expect next from TechBridge as we're leveling up? I think the next is uh, expect some big announcements on uh, board appointments in terms of our national uh, board. And then I also think just as we begin to continue to uh, formulate our go-to-market strategy for some of our largest products, expect to hear about that and, and expect to hear about how we plan to get our technology in the hands of as many nonprofits as possible. That's perfect. That's perfect. Well, this has been fantastic, inspiring. I always enjoy talking to both of you. Thank you so much uh, for joining me today for this discussion. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, John. Thank you both. Enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to TechBridge Talks, a podcast about breaking the cycle of generational poverty through the innovative use of technology. This podcast is produced by TechBridge. To find out more about our work and how you can be a part, visit techbridge.org. That's techbridge.org. Also, make sure to follow us on social media. Thanks again for listening and tune in next week for more great content.